0: morning. Good morning. My name is Minu Kim, and it's good to be back. Uh, thank you so much for your uh, prayers and your concerns, and my prayer goes out to those who are still dealing with this uh, whatever, this during this flu season, right? Uh, I know today is uh, Halloween uh, Eve, and let me know if you want some cough drops. I have plenty right now, so... Today's scripture message comes from uh, Romans chapter 8, verses 12 to 25. So then, brothers and sisters, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if, if by the Spirit... You put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children than heirs, heirs of god and joint heirs with christ if in fact we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him i consider that the sufferings of the present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us for the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the children of god for the creation was subjected to futility not of its own will, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and will obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, we who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly while we wait for adoption the redemption of our bodies. For in hope, we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Pray with me for. Almighty God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable to you. Oh Lord, you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So today we are uh, concluding our five-week-long stewardship campaign uh, with the holy habit of changing the world. It takes a congregation to change the world. If you're aware the mission of the United Methodist Church is to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. The various holy habits well, we mentioned previously, worshiping, sharing the good news, making disciples, and giving, all of these shape us into becoming Jesus' disciples. And what our denomination wants to clarify in our mission statement is that making disciples disciples is not an end in itself, but that our personal holiness has a direct impact on social holiness on the transformation of the world. Or in other words, our discipleship is not just a means of us getting to the kingdom of God in heaven, but it is also a means of bringing the kingdom of God here on earth. In Revelation 21, we see a description of what the kingdom of God looks like, a new heaven and new earth, where Christ fully reigns, where death will be no more, mourning and crying and pain will be no more, and where all things are made new. This kingdom is like the peaceable kingdom envisioned by the prophet Isaiah, where there is no violence between prey and predator. In his kingdom there is neither brokenness nor injustice in this kingdom those described in the beatitudes live a way of life that is subversive to the way of our world blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is a kingdom of heaven blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be filled blessed are the merciful for they will receive mercy blessed are the pure in heart for they will see god blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called children of god and blessed are those who persecuted for righteousness sake righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven and this kingdom is not just what we anticipate in our afterlife but also what is to be revealed in our daily midst the apostle paul said to those that those who live by the spirit have their citizenship in heaven then when we gather together our community becomes a colony of heaven and our communion becomes a foretaste of heaven when those who confess Jesus as their king gather together, the gathering itself becomes the kingdom of God. When those who are made new in Christ come together, the place of that gathering is also made new in Christ. And when those who are transformed through Christ come together, the surrounding of that gathering is also transformed through Christ. It is just like what Jesus said in Luke. The kingdom of God is not coming with things that can be observed, nor will they say, look, here it is, or there it is. For in fact, the kingdom of God is among you. The kingdom of God is within you. This is why the kingdom of God is both already here and not yet here. This is why the kingdom of God is what we both foretaste and anticipate and this is why we pray thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as in heaven so the holy habit of changing the world is a byproduct of our discipleship in fact it is not we who change the world we simply partake in god's determination to save the world and I would like to go over how we can partake in the transformation of the world in three small steps using today's scripture from Romans 8. <clears throat> First, we remember that we are children of God, which makes us also joint heirs with Christ. This means we not only believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but we also participate in the resurrection of of Christ. This means that we not only celebrate Easter, but we also become Easter people. Our bodies are also to be redeemed and transformed and made new through the Spirit. And this is the glory about to be revealed to us. According to Jesus, being born anew is how we enter the kingdom of God. And just like God's kingdom, this being born anew is not just what happens once during our baptism and not just what happens in our afterlife. We die daily, as the Apostle Paul said, so that we may live every day as people being born anew. And what is the implication of us daily being born anew as God's children? We belong to a body, a new household where we gain brothers and sisters in Christ. In today's writing in Romans, Paul is speaking to a community of house churches that met separately from one another, whose members were both Gentiles and Jews, and who came from different different social positions. These individuals had no obligations to be tied to one another as brothers and sisters. Yet it was a spirit of adoption that made them children to one God, whom they could all cry out in their own languages, whether in Aramic or Greek, Abba, Pater, Father. They were no longer divided by the flesh, but united in the Spirit. As you may have experienced, when a group of diverse people come together as one family, then our world becomes a lot bigger. Our prayer topics multiply, and loving our neighbors gets even more complicated. Enemies are now our brothers, and strangers are now our sisters. Our world is no longer just me and my people. But different tribes, different peoples, different languages constitute our world. Before we partake in changing the world, our world is first changed. And through the Spirit, we learn how to love God and love neighbors in our ever-changing world. As Paul explains four chapters later, those born anew through the Spirit. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. We live in harmony with one another and we do not be haughty but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you we are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble and inside of all. And if it is possible, so far as it depends on us, we live peaceably with all. This is just an example of how we live our new life as Christ, in Christ, as people being born anew, as God's children. And second, as God's children, we recognize the world we are entrusted with is also groaning in labor pain as our world expands we realize that we are not the center of the universe we are no longer narcissistic enough to think that we are the sole recipient of God's redemption and salvation God's desire is the restoration of all things, the whole creation, a new heaven and new earth, making all things in between new. When we gain this new perspective, we see things, people, animals, plants, water, land, sky, ecosystems, climate, the earth, the cosmos, and everything else in between as those who also suffer in their bondage to decay, and long for restoration. One of the biggest harms made through biblical misinterpretation in Genesis, in Genesis 1.26 is where it is translated that God gave humankind dominion over creation. The English word dominion has a connotation of superiority, hierarchy, and tyranny. Humans can subdue the creation for the sake of our own good, however we desire. But its original Hebrew word points us to the way how God takes care of us. And what is the most popular imagery of God's care for us? A shepherd to sheep. We are given this special privilege privilege to care responsibly for God's creation as how a shepherd would take care of his sheep. We are to be good stewards of all God's creation. And today's scripture from Romans gives us a good beginning place of how we can be good stewards of all God's creation. Do we hear creation groaning in labor pain just as we hear our own? When we realize that, the, that we share the painful anticipation of, for God's redemption, we also see the intimate interconnectedness we have with all God's creation in our world. And it is our solidarity with the suffering creation that changes the world, manifesting God's kingdom here in our midst. And lastly, third, we participate in God's kingdom in God's redemptive work with hope and patience. Number three, we participate in God's redemptive work with hope and patience. Being stuck in this tension between already and not here kingdom is frustrating to say the least. In the face of injustice and brokenness, we cannot help but ask ourselves, How long, O Lord, how long do we have to suffer? Why does God not intervene in the suffering of the whole creation? And also, it can be demoralizing when all the work we put into changing and transforming the world does not seem to produce much fruit. Despite the time and resources we put into our community, the instances of injustice and brokenness seem to rise continuously. Despite how much effort we put into changing the world, evil continues to rampage, and the creation, our neighbors, and ourselves continue to groan. And as we get burnt out, we ask ourselves questions like, what is the point, and where is hope? But Paul says the children of God have the first fruits of the Spirit. In other words, we have already foretasted foretasted the glory of our salvation. We know we have been forgiven, redeemed, and restored by the gracious love of God. And this witness, this testimony is the reason we hope. And this is the reason why we can wait in patience. And waiting in patience does not mean passivity, but rather it means activity in endurance, steadfastness, and perseverance. It's like staying alert and staying awake throughout the night, doing our due diligence so that the kingdom of God may be revealed through our alternate way of being in the world depicted in the teaching and the ministry of Jesus Christ. this is how we get to change the world. This is how we get into the holy habit of changing the world, by remembering that we are children of God, recognizing the groans of all God's creations, and participating in God's redemptive work with hope and patience. And today we celebrate the way St. Stephen's participated in bringing God's kingdom here on earth, your stewardship and generosity make possible our congregation's habit of changing the world. Our congregation care team works as the front line of those going through crisis within our body. The ministries involved are the likes of Shepherd Ministry, Stevens Ministry, Prayer Chain Ministry, and more. Our outreach ministry focuses on the needs of our greater community. Grace Ministries, Green Groceries, Hyperthermia, Food for Thought, and our partnership with nonprofits like Facets, The Lamb Center, Fish, and more. And we also create safe spaces for our neighbors to experience love. Love is all you need for adults with disabilities and our fellowship programs like for children and youth. Our committees, like Church and Society, study and advocate for various current issues in our society. And I apologize if I did not mention your ministry, but the point is that the St. Stephen's congregation has been and is deeply involved in God's redemptive work. And it is your continued stewardship and generosity that strengthens our participation in changing the world. Whenever we look at the news or whenever we scroll through our social media, there are so many reasons for us to be disheartened and to be discouraged by the loud groanings of the creation. Despite all these, we have a reason to celebrate. We celebrate because we have received the first fruits of the Spirit that make hope possible. And it is this hope that allows us to seek God's kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. And it is this hope that spurs our participation in God's redemptive and salvific work for the whole creation so let us continue to hope and with this hope let us continue to celebrate in the name of the Father of the Son and of the Holy Spirit we pray amen Abba Father we praise you through your boundless grace and mercy we have been set free free from the controlling power of sin free from a way of life that leads only to death free from hopelessness and fear. But not only that, but through your Holy Spirit, we have been invited into your family, your household, adopted as your own sons and daughters, children of God, and made heirs of your glory. And so, no matter what comes our way, we live in confidence and hope eagerly anticipating the day when all creation will be made new, and diligently participating in the way of life that reveals your kingdom in our midst. Bless the congregation of St. Stephen's in her stewardship and generosity as we continue to partake in your holy work of changing the world. continue to bless us Abba father we praise you we pray all these things with the very prayer your son Jesus Christ taught us to pray our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us